Ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about the seven, the seven most common regrets that I hear and that research has found that retirees have all the time near the end of their retirement. So hopefully for you, this video will be a preemptive strike so that you don't have to, at the end of your life, look back with regret. Now you can live a full life now by knowing what things to look out for and what things to make sure you include in your life. Now, if you're new here, so good to have you. My name is Dallin Haas. I'm a financial planner who serves federal employees every day, and I absolutely love it. So let's go ahead and dive right in. Number one, the first regret that people, as they get further into retirement that they have, they say, why on earth did I work as long as I did? I should have retired earlier. There's many clients I've, I've had that they're nervous. They're scared for retirement because it's a big jump. It's this big unknown. They don't know what to expect. And so even when the finances aren't necessarily the limiting factor, they continue working something they don't really like. Maybe they hate. They don't like it for whatever reason. They continue working longer than they have to because they aren't sure, because they're scared. And many people often regret because they realize, hey, look, retirement goes quick and my high energy years go quick. I want to enjoy as much of it as I possibly can. That is a very common regret I see all the time is why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't, why was I so scared? Why didn't I move forward with confidence, not knowing exactly how things were going to be, but at least moving forward with faith. Okay. That's number one. Number two, this is a huge regret and a huge mistake I see all the time. This is probably one of the biggest ones. And this is when the non-financial spouse, the non-money spouse gets left behind. So let me let me walk you through this. Mo, in most couples, one spouse is the money spouse. They handle the money set. They handle the investments. They handle the budget, whatever. And the other spouse really doesn't worry about it. Now, this division of labor works absolutely great until something happens to the money spouse. And sometimes it happens quickly. Sometimes it happens unexpectedly. And it is so common for the non-money spouse to be left and have absolutely no clue what is going on. Sometimes it's a matter of, hey, I don't know what investments we have. I don't know how they work. I don't know how that is. Or even, I don't even know what accounts we have. I don't know how to access them. I don't know where to go. I don't know who to talk to. And those are, those are the times where I see some of the biggest mistakes and some of the most people can be taken advantage of because they just don't know what's going on. So there's a couple ways to approach this problem. Number one, you can spend the time now to make sure that the non-money spouse in your in your relationship knows what's going on on a regular basis. You update them. They have passwords and stuff. They know exactly where accounts are. And at the very least, maybe they don't know everything. At the very least, they know what you have. Okay. Option number two. Option number two, and we actually get many, many clients all the time that want to work with us because of this is they say, hey, look, I know finances really well. I can handle all this stuff myself, but I know that sometime, someday something's going to happen to me. I want my spouse to have someone to be there every step of the way. So basically to hire a financial planner, it doesn't have to be us, right? Go find someone you trust to help you. So if something happened to you as a money spouse, your spouse, the non-money spouse, is going to be fine. There's someone to pass the baton who knows exactly what's going on that can make sure they're taking care of every step of the way. So however you solve it, please, please put something in place to make sure that they're going to be taken care of. Okay. Now, number three, the, the third biggest regret I see all the time is 
there's extremes, meaning when people retire, they tend to go to one of the one of the following extremes. Number one, some people at the beginning of retirement, they're they're painfully frugal. They don't want to spend anything. They're so scared. Like, I don't want to run out of money. I'm not going to spend a dime. They're painfully frugal. I'm, I'm okay with frugal, but they take it to the extreme. And on the other side, some people are like, look, I've now got unfettered access to my TSP. I've been working all these years. It's time to enjoy. It's time to spend. It's, it's time to splurge and enjoy my life, which I agree with the whole enjoy your life thing, but some people take it too far and they spend a ton of money early, which means their thrift savings plan, which means their investment accounts are lower for the rest of their life and they have a smaller base, so it's much harder to grow more money in retirement. And both of these extremes tend to regret it later. Those that don't spend money early, they're like, man, I wish I'd have done more things early in retirement. I wish I would have enjoyed some of this money. I've worked hard to put away early in retirement. And the other side, like, look, they're, I should have simplified things. I could have enjoyed my life, but just simplified it, made it less expensive so that I wouldn't have to stress as much about money later down the road, okay? Number four, the fourth regret I hear all the time is people come to me at different ages and they're like, man, if I would have known how my energy levels would have really gone down from let's say 55 to 65 or 65 to 75 or 75 to 85, if I would have known how my health would have changed. If I would have known that I'm just not gonna feel this good forever, right? That my energy is going to change over time and what I feel like I'm, I want to do now, I may not feel like doing later. Many people come like, man, I wish I'd have done this trip. I wish I'd have done all the active things that I wanted to do when I had the energy, when I wanted to go and do, but now I just don't feel like, it. I don't have the energy, right? For every stage of life, there's certain activities that match up with the, the energy levels, right? When you're young, it's so easy to do active things. As you get older, it gets harder and harder. But when you're older, there's other activities that line up with those energy levels a little bit better. So lining up your goals and the things you want to do in life with the periods of your life that it makes sense. Maybe the more slow-going activities you can push, you can push and do later when you have less energy. Maybe doing the go, go, go activities now, lining these up so you get everything in that you want to without messing it up, okay? Next, the next regret I hear all the time is people look back like, man, I wish I would have had a clearer picture of my money, of my financial life before I went into retirement. And I get this one because retirement can be a lot. There's so many moving parts. There's your investments, TSP, IRAs, maybe your spouse is a 401k, you've got your first pension, maybe the first supplement, social security, you've got your FEHB, you've got long-term care, you've got social security, you've got RMDs, you've got all of these moving pieces, taxes, and you're trying to get the most out of them. And it's a ton of work. It takes a ton of research to understand what you're doing on any of these things. And so most people, like, man, if I would have just known a few more things before I retired and we would have maximized some of these benefits, it would have been so much easier throughout my retirement. And again, there's a couple ways to approach it. Some people love this stuff. Some people want to research it. Some people want to hire a firm like us or another firm, right, that helps Fed all the time, right? There's a couple different ways to approach it. But long story short, it's all about you being comfortable and having a clear picture, however you want to accomplish it of your financial picture so you have a plan 
on all these things. So you don't have to worry about, am I making the right decision? You'll know, hey, this is the one that makes sense for me. Okay. Now, regret number, I think this is number six, if I got that right. And number six is all about the other stuff. And this stuff I probably don't talk about enough. I'm a finance guy. So I talk about finances. But for you to have a successful retirement, money is critical. But if money is all you have in retirement, it sucks. Okay, retirement only is great when you have the finances to support great relationships, your passion projects, your adventures, all the things you love to do, spending time with your kids, your family, your friends, all the things you absolutely love to do. What is your plan for not just your finances, but your relationships? What what is your plan to make it incredible? What's your plan to have the adventures of a lifetime? What is your plan to, to live the things you never never had time to do. What's your plan to, to do all the things, right? What is your plan for all the other areas of life? What's your spiritual plan? What's your what's your church plan? What's your friend plan? There's, a, there's so many different things. What's your plan to make sure you get the most out of life? Because if you don't have a plan, you're probably going to default to what most people default to, which is watching TV for four or five, six hours a day and surfing the internet. And if you don't go into retirement with it, some intentionality, you will probably fall to the default like most people do. Okay, number seven. Number seven. Number seven is the regret where people, as they get closer to the end of retirement, they're like, man, I wish I had a little more margin where I didn't have to worry about money as much. Right? Because whether retired or not, stressing and having to watch every penny sucks. It's no fun. It is no fun at all. Okay. At, at the very least, it's annoying. At the, at the most, it is extremely painful and energy consuming to have to worry about money every single day. So one regret I see all the time is I wish I would have just saved a little more. I wish I would have just simplified my life for things that I, that I cared about and didn't worry about things that I didn't really care about and that I had a little more margin, so I didn't have to worry about money as much. Now, there's, there's no magic cure for that other than being a little more disciplined about how what we do with our income and how we manage our expenses, which isn't the sexy thing to talk about, but that, that's just the truth. How you manage the money, you want to enjoy your life, you want to get the most out of it while doing it in a balanced way so you don't have to stress about money later. Okay, So here's the deal. We don't know how much time we have. We don't know how much life we have, and sometimes it feels like we'll never run out of time, but we will at a certain point with us. Tomorrow or 40 years, we will, and it's just a matter of taking charge and remembering that today to make today great, to make your money work for you so you don't have to stress about it and to get the most out of your life, not just your finances, but everything so you have the life that you dream of. You work so hard for this, and I want you to enjoy it to the fullest. So I hope that's helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day. I'll see you guys next time.